You know how there's laugh track in sitcoms and stuff? Yeah. Do you think that people- You're going to suggest we have a laugh track for this podcast, aren't you? (laughs) You're reading my mind, man. No, no, no. I'm not thinking anything like that. What I'm thinking is, do you think people go to a show, see the filming, laugh, and then go back and watch it, and then just go, that's my laugh, and just hate it? And then just know that forever, that's going to be their laugh. I know some shows say they're filmed in front of a live studio audience. Is that true, or do they- do they add them in or is it a combination of both? Like, say, for example, Big Bang Theory. I've been in live studio audiences. I've been in for stand-up comedy shows. No, I've been for sitcoms. Okay. I, I haven't done that. I saw I saw the taping of seven episodes of Hey Dad when I was young. <laughs> Did you get molested? No, but uh, chances are I witnessed a molestation. Jesus. Or seven. You could be uh, <laughs> subpoenaed. To appear in. Oh, no, so they already true. figured that out. Never mind. Yeah, he's already in jail. Yeah, the yeah, problem yeah. is, if they ask me how it was, I'm going to have to say, well, <laughs> it, it, it was hilarious. <laughs> Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt, Luke, and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. But no, I've heard of I've heard of from recording like things like um I think the last episode of the IT crowd they did they recorded it in front of a live audience but then they had to re-record bits because the audience laughed too much. <laughs> <laughs> it was just too funny. I don't know, man. I've seen that last episode and I don't know that that was too funny. I'm sure we'd have the same problem with this show. <laughs> uh, I've, it's just what I've heard. Okay. And we all know me. I could have dreamt it, and that's where I heard it. It's possible. Welcome back, Matt. We missed you. So where have Thanks. you been, Matt? Uh, I've been t- obviously missed two episodes. The first first week I was away, I was in Montreal, in Canada. Oh, okay. It was uh, it was our wedding anniversary, so we went to Montreal. Oh, you mean the anniversary of the time we all uh, last saw each other? That anniversary. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So we drove up to Canada, uh, which was was fun. It's a it's a nice nice place Montreal. It's like a little uh, a little bit like Paris, but uh, it actually it surprised me. Everyone there speaks French, don't they? Yeah, it surprised me as soon as we got across the, the border, everything was in French. Like, yeah. and, and and I I kind of knew that, but it surprised me that it was so very French so quickly. Like <laughs> I- immediately, the signs were in French, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, the and Jenna speed. was chatting with you in English, and then as soon as you crossed the border, she slipped into French. <laughs> exactly. And the uh, the the speed limit signs were in kilometers, which was refreshing. It was oh, like a little nice little. Except that your speedometer was still in miles. <laughs> no, we actually it has both. It has both. Oh, BMW. <laughs> <laughs> I did discover. And I, I'm I'm almost certain I discover this every time I go to a non-English speaking country because I've been to I've been to Europe before I've been to Germany and that but mm-hmm. it, it's tempting yeah. and and I guess yeah, polite yeah. to greet them in their own language except if you go into a restaurant and then they say oh bonjour and you go bonjour and then they just start talking in French and you have to just go oh, no 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 fuck <laughs> Don't so what you're French. telling me Matt is that your your pronunciation <laughs> of spoken fluent French. And German, mm-hmm. I might guess, is so good yeah, people that think one I'm, word uh, of it and they think you're a native speaker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it happened, like, you go, we go into a restaurant and they, they say, oh, bonjour, and you say, bonjour, and then they, they start talking and I'm like, ah, oh, 
do I wait for her to finish or do I interrupt her? You know, but that would happen anyway, saying. right? Because they're just hanging out in their own country, speaking their own of language. Of course. Of course. And <laughs> it's my fault. It's just, I realised. But then I feel like a douchebag going in there and being like, hello, g'day. Yeah. No, no, well, no, you're doing the right get thing. A little, yeah. Get a little uh, name tag that says you're a tourist. Hi, I don't speak French. A- accommodate me. Just wear your America t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even better, you make America great hat. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't do that. Uh, no, but I find that if you make even a tiny bit of effort, they really do appreciate that. That said, mm. I bet oh, yeah. the French don't. French Canadians <laughs> might be different, but I, I, I imagine the French to just be like, don't try to speak my language. Don't, mm. don't do it. No, I think they're even ruder if you don't even attempt to make that effort at all. Wow, even ruder. Mm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I found uh, driving around Montreal a bit terrifying because it's a very, very bike, bicycle friendly city mm. in that it seems like the bicycles either have the right of way or think they do. And right. it's, it, I find it strange just in that, that that's fine. If you have the right of way, you know, that's, that's fine. Except my car will crush you. So, please Jesus. be a little bit careful. No, no, no. I'm not, not a threat. I'm just saying, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm new here. <laughs> and I don't know where I'm going and, you know, the car, like, fucking bikes zipping around me and stuff and it's like, I'm going to accidentally kill someone, like, if I'm not really careful. It was very Do stressful. you drive on the correct side in Canada or is it still on no, the it's wrong the same, side it's, of the road? It depend, it's the same as here. But it That's just- the wrong side. Yeah, exactly. But just, it's like a city that, it's like Newtown, like, small streets, except with fucking bikes constantly zipping around you. It was very stressful. <laughs> So I, we actually parked the car and I said, can we just like walk everywhere? <laughs> and <laughs> mostly we just did that because, oh man, that was, was very stressful. And then one other thing, we were in a bar, had a few drinks and then we were like, oh, you know, let's wander off. Both went to go to the, the restroom, walked up and uh, there were two doors, F and H. <laughs> <laughs> we both just stopped and looked at each other like, Fam oh, and shit. <laughs> well, I know that now. <laughs> but uh, so we just waited until someone came out, and then uh, and then went in. And yes, uh, yeah, H is men. Mm. Yes, yep. But yeah, it was just funny because we both went to walk in and stopped and looked looked at each other like <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. You know, I saw yes. a film this week by a French Canadian director, but I'm sure we'll get to that later in this uh, episode. Yeah, if it's is it the one I'm thinking of? Yeah, yeah, it is man. Okay. And then, well, I did one other thing uh, last weekend. I was at New York Comic Con, uh, which was uh, pretty awesome. It is definitely the- So, just to clarify, that's the, the Comic Con in New York. It's not the newest Comic Con that they do in York. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. It's the one uh, in Manhattan. It's not the New Manhattan. York Comic Con. No, no, it is. I flew yeah, to England. Yeah. And yeah. I went to- Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. The, the New York, New York Comic Con in- uh, I forget the name of the- The big convention center in, in New York. Uh. It was the most packed I've ever seen a convention, and see that actually sounds horrible to me. There was a there was a moment when I was like, "This is fucking ridiculous!" Like they don't they can't have this many people in here, and they had because they had there's a guy I think I sent you guys a snap. There was a a giant bumblebee cosplay. There was a guy <laughs> in a like a massive um, hydraulic bumblebee costume from Transformers. I mean, not not a bee. 
mm-hmm. like a bumble- actual bumblebee, but like hey man, no Transformers. And I was uh, thinking the bumblebee from The Simpsons. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think if you if you were to somehow combine Bumblebee from Transformers and Bumblebee Man from The Simpsons, you could come up with a pretty awesome cosplay. I wasn't right. even joking. That's who I thought you were actually talking about. Write that down. But yes, <laughs> uh, a, a Bumblebee the Transformer. And, and he was putting on the costume, uh, which was uh, he had to have assistance to help him get into it. And <laughs> people started crowding around watching and, and honestly ground the whole convention <laughs> to a halt because you couldn't move. And they had to, security had to come over and they were yelling like, move, get out of the fucking way. <laughs> Like, you can't stand here. Like, move. I've actually heard of cosplays being asked to leave because they were basically a fire hazard. Yeah. Because Honestly, too many people were watching and just, yeah, shuts the place down. It was ridiculous. And there was there was a one moment when there was a- uh, I got a little notification. You know, Instagram tells you when someone starts a live video. Mm-hmm. So, we were walking around a little bit and it says, Mark Hamill has started a live video. <laughs> and we were like, oh, shit. So, I hit play the video- yeah. And I see Mark Hamill walking around, like, the show floor. And then I see above him signs for various booths. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I look up and I see the signs. So, I was like, shit, <gasps> he's fucking, he's here somewhere. So, we go, we're, like, running around looking for him. And then I see all these other people running around looking frantically. And then some guy goes, where the fuck's Mark Hamill? And then <laughs> uh, there's a whole, like, a, like a <laughs> swarm of people trying to find him. We never found him. Oh, elusive little bastard. Yeah. Before we move off Transformers, I'm going to meet him one day. I I work in this week for Children's Cancer Institute, right? And I've had to meet all these kids that have cancer. And um, uh, (sighs) yes, what? Nothing. Did you tell him you already know one? (laughs) Yeah, I did. Actually, Actually, just tell him him don't worry about it because, you know, it'll be all right. It's fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, you won't be normal, but you'll be healthy. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't wouldn't say healthy either. (laughs) You'll be alive. <laughs> we'll go with that. But uh, so so that the kids aren't like nervous and stuff. And we come to shoot the uh, the commercial in a couple of weeks. Um, our team went around and visited them at their houses and nice. just kind of got to know them and stuff. Um, That's nice. But I met this one kid, this really rad little dude who uh, he he had a transformer, but he didn't know the word transformer. So he Aww. described it in a way that was just amazingly adorable. This is how he. This is how he described his transformer to me without using the word. Tr- it's a transformer because I said, "What's this?" And he said, "That's a robot that can transform into anything, including Optimus Prime." <laughs> <laughs> you had Optimus Prime then? <laughs> no, just what he it actually was an Optimus Prime. No, it's it's one very but specific I him, robot. I let him have it. Yeah. <laughs> I've written down a little list of things. It's a very short list. It's got two mm. things on it. Okay. Of things that I saw in your Comic Con that made me laugh. One was a Captain America yarmulke. Oh, wow. It was a little Captain America shield. Wait, Sunday or Saturday? Oh, you know what? They probably just wear them all the time. They do wear I'm them not, all the time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Only, only uh, when God's watching. Oh, right. <laughs> but you don't know when he's having the day off, so you just wear it all the time. Yeah, best to not, not fuck with it, Lord. But yeah, Captain America or yarmulke, like the shield- and I was like, that's kind of awesome. Didn't know you were yeah, pretty rad. Well, I like that this guy, you know, like when I go to a con, I'm like, okay, 
what t-shirt have I got that's suitable for this con? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I kept America. Great. Okay, done. This guy does that too, just with a yarmulke. Yeah. He's showing his fandom. A double fandom. God and Captain America. <laughs> uh, and the other one was uh, a cosplayer dressed as the Flash in a wheelchair. Like, as in a wheelchair-bound oh. man dressed as the Flash. Oh. <laughs> 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 Which was very funny. Wow. I assume he meant it. I, I mean- I didn't. I felt a little bad laughing, but then I'm like, no, no, no. He must have. He, he must know. Yeah, that, surely that's he knows. What he was going yeah, for. that's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, you would hope so. Otherwise, that's just sad. If he was like, why is <laughs> everyone laughing at me? Yeah, I was going to dress up for PAX, but the place I was getting my costume ran out of material, and so they can't make it. Is this the costume oh. we weren't allowed to know about? Yes. Are we Can allowed we to know, know about it now that you're I not actually... going to do it? Well, no, because I will do it one day. Because I brought accessories that cost me like. A lot of money. Oh. I brought a gun that cost me a hundred dollars. Something Jeez. on wheels. Is it a it's warthog? It's not even put together. I have to glue it together myself. <laughs> Interesting. Like he lost a war. <laughs> no, it's just that uh, he charges a lot more if he has to assemble it. Before we leave the topic of New York Comic Con, uh, I did. I we we met a few people there of interest. Uh, one person in particular uh, recorded a little message for the show. Oh, they did, Ooh. huh? Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play that for you now, if you don't mind. Hmm. Greetings, not from Tromaville, but from the New York Comic Con. <gasps> this is Lloyd Kaufman, <laughs> president of Troma Entertainment, creator of the Toxic Avenger. I'm here discussing multiple nerdgasms. It's the hit of the New York Comic Con. <laughs> Everybody's waiting in line to, to meet the, uh, the brains behind multiple nerdgasm. And, uh, man, the Troma team, we love. We, that's all we listen to, multiple nerdgasm. Thank you. <laughs> that's amazing brilliant what was it like meeting him he's fucking so nice did you tell him you parked outside of his office once <laughs> did you tell him that you're brain fed with the whole toxie likes your music i didn't look it, it was there was there was a lot we could have told him about uh, you know like watching poultry geist on thanksgiving <laughs> there's a lot of things i thought i could tell lloyd kaufman but we just but now that you're friends you don't have to rush right? exactly yeah. And we have been invited to to the studio to have a look around, uh, which we'll do at some point. And I was, you know, if I don't know, if, we, if you guys can make it over here, which I know is difficult, we would wait. But whatever. Like, if you can't, we'll just like he. You know what he said? Uh, he goes, yeah, yeah, come down, come down. Um, he goes, do you, are you local? And we said, oh, we're up in Rhode Island. He goes, oh, well, don't just come down for that. It's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Bless. Yeah. Like, uh, listen, you tell me what day James Gunn is swinging by, and we'll swing by on that yeah. fucking day. <laughs> well, actually, I think he's, he's right. It's just an office. No, they have um, they do film there, and they have downstairs is where they where they keep all the props and stuff. So oh. you can see, uh, you know, like Matt. I want you to put on the films. tutu and hold the mop. <laughs> That's what I want. All right, I'll see what I can do. I still have my Toxic Crusader figurine. Yeah, mine's do somewhere. You? <laughs> wow. I've even got like a big like. I've got some of the vehicles as well. Like, I don't even remember there being somewhere. vehicles. Hey guys, why why couldn't they call the the toys and the cartoon the Toxic Avenger? They had to call it the Toxic I Crusader. I think it was because they wanted to make it a little bit because it was for children. The, yeah, but why the is a crusade show? more child friendly than avenging something? I you just know think what? if. If a child was to go into the video store and see 
their cartoon, the Toxic Avenger. Oh, go, oh it's I just to differentiate. That's you know what? what I think. Let's just let's just get it straight from the horse's mouth at some point. Yeah, and we'll let's uh, ask. we'll come back. We'll come back with an answer on that. Yep. It, it yep. can't have anything to do with licensing. Do you remember that the? I don't think it was the theme song for the Toxic Crusader show, but it was the theme song for the Toxic Crusader toys commercial, and the the log line was the Toxic Crusaders. They're gross, but they still get girls. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was a simpler time. I have back to sit then. down and watch that again. Well, I haven't the best. seen. I watched it fairly recently. Uh, it is how is it? It is fifty percent great, and you mean 50% Toxic Avenger? Half to, hard to watch. Yeah, Toxic Avenger. Yeah, yeah. We we we, we, we watched it recently as well. Yeah, <laughs> we were, actually after we went down and saw The Office, we watched it. Like we, I when mean, we were outside. Look, it's not very good. But it's a cult <laughs> classic. It's not very good, but it, it is good in, in a way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that should be on the poster. Yeah. Oh, and he signed- uh, I got a copy of his book signed by him. Oh, nice. Oh, he's nice. got a book? Is it the yeah. uh, everything I learned about filmmaking I learned from- Is it that one? The Toxic Avenger. Yes. Yeah, yeah nice. Yes. Is that co-written by James so, Gunn? It is, yes. You should get James Gunn's signature on that. Yeah. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Somehow. Um, uh, he might, maybe he'll be at Rhode Island Comic Con. He was at HasCon, actually. Uh, the con for and- Hasbins. <laughs> oh, yep. <laughs> yeah, his career. Whew, he is. Not doing well. Yeah. James Gunn. Yeah. <laughs> He's just making little indie films at this point. <laughs> With his friends. Yeah. On weekends. Guardians of the something. So that's, uh, that's my New York Comic Con experience. We uh, we we worked at the Trackamock booth quite a bit too. Actually, that's the first time I've done any kind of retail work in a long time, and that was stressful. That's how I'm you pronounce that, that? Trackamock, yeah. Okay. Com- cool. Well, that's how I pronounce it. Well, it's that's probably art. correct. Backwards. Right. Didn't know that. She takes uh, the original comic books and makes stuff out of them. So yeah, it's all like cool. one off, unique stuff. Yeah, they're cool. Check them out if, at your local convention. Hmm. Or follow them on Instagram. My local convention? Uh, probably not. I don't, oh. Yeah, she's not, uh, she's not headed for Australia at any point, I don't think. But <laughs> Why would if you're she, in she's North always America, welcome. She's always, uh, she's always at the Maker Fairs. Like as, and, she, yeah, she travels all over with it. So, she's, you know, does this big ones in San Francisco. Just not to she's Australia. In, exactly. She was in Colorado a little while back. Uh, yeah, we were just in New York. She'll be at Rhode Island. Well, Australia's putting the offer. She's welcome to come here. You're I'll speaking on behalf know. of Australia now, are you? Yes. Yes, I am. Nice. We, will she'll have know. to pay her own way. Look, if you're speaking on behalf of Australia, would you mind if I segued into something that I, I'd like to get your opinion on? Sure. Okay. So, um, as, as Australia, right, you, mm-hmm. have a, uh, you have a city called Sydney, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, we're just excluded now because we left. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Luke represents uh, Australia now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, I was born there, but Luke Luke is the official <laughs> representative of of the yeah. city of Sydney as well. Well, I was uh, I only visited for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney has a uh, iconic uh sail-shaped building called the Sydney Opera House, right? Yes. Is that what that's called? Yeah, that's that's the Sydney Opera House. Uh I've you may been have, there a few times. You may have heard of it. Um, so it's come out recently and there's a pedestrian article that I'm, that I'm looking at here. I I don't Mm. even know how to start 
talking about this. But um, <laughs> do you guys know that often, uh, in, f- in fact, very often, people try to fuck the Sydney Opera House? <laughs> what? Uh-huh. Okay, so- okay. Um, Look, it's an iconic building and people people try to chip little bits off it and keep it as souvenirs and they try to steal uh, tiles from the sails and stuff. And they've got a specific task force that goes around to uh, to try to prevent uh, that from happening, right? Interesting. Uh, but then there's also this, and, I, and I'm quoting here from uh, from a source at the Sydney Opera House. There is also the need to defend the building against the indecent amorous attention of the occasional- <laughs> Too enthusiastic visitor for whom the concrete crevices are, it seems, erotically irresistible. Wow. Yeah. People um, are putting their dicks, right, into the yeah. crevices of the Sydney Opera House. That is odd. I saw a documentary once about people who- About who objector sexuals. Yeah, there was a woman who was in love with the Empire State Building and they often send- They have to send security out to remove her because she'll just stand there hugging it. Yeah. And- and then, yeah. and then they they were filming it, and then security was like, "You got to move on. You can't stay here." And she was like, "Don't worry, I'll be back. I'll see you later." Like to the building. Yeah, yeah, and the, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People are weird. Yeah. So yeah. there's a specific team of security guards at the at the opera house, <laughs> whose job it is just to make sure that dudes aren't fucking it. <laughs> but right. what do you do if you come up and some guy is fucking it? Do you do, do you well, let him finish? You tell I assume me, they have mate. training for yeah. They must have training for it. I mean, how do you stop someone from fucking anything they're not supposed to fuck? <laughs> right. I mean, that's the bigger question here. Mm. People have been trying for a very long time. Yeah, people people try to have sex with lots of weird stuff. I guess, mm. but. Uh, do you have to be an objector? Like, are there that many objector sexuals in this world, right? Or is this just a particularly sexy building? You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, I've been inside it, but I haven't been oh. inside All right, it. rub it in. <laughs> That's what it said. Yeah, I'm just- it, Yeah, it can't just be- It has some people just doing it for a laugh. For, I mean, for start- But, but that many- but- why is that a thing? That Why is a task force? I know, and it's like like you're there with your mates on ho- on <laughs> holiday, and it's like, oh, check this out, it's gonna be funny. And then all of a sudden, they're like, Bill, what are you doing? And, and, he, and, he, and he was like, oh, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, take it all, <laughs> take it all, you sexy building. Yeah, like, I mean, look, I've fuck? been I've been to many places around the world with you two guys, right? I've not seen you fuck anything, <laughs> especially anything non-human. That tends to pee on a lot of it. That yeah, that did happen. I mean, that could yeah. that could be his sex thing, you know? Maybe it is. I didn't even realize. I don't yeah. even have to pee. I were just don't you, even. Were you erect? I didn't realize at the time. Oh, I don't remember. I remember every erection I've ever had <laughs> vividly. <laughs> um, a lot of memories like, from high school. So I, I've. Uh, <laughs> you have memories of my erection. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Well, you don't remember? No, every it's fine. It's fine. Your friends' I mean, I, erections. <laughs> my famous erections. Um, I, mean, I've got all, I think I've got all of them. Let me check my notes. <laughs> Collect them all, swap them with your friends. Look, I, uh, mm. I've been in the opera house many times. Uh, mm. I've never even seen a dick-shaped hole, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, 
And if you I- You have to create them. If I do see a dick-shaped hole, I'm not necessarily going to fuck it, but I will- My brain will register. You, mm. you could put your dick in that if you wanted to. Well, maybe that's the thing, right? you, you You've never seen one, so you don't know what it's like to- Just out of the corner of your eye, just to see a little, you know, little temptation out of the corner yep, of true, your eye true. at the opera house. Maybe it's- Maybe you just- It's just something about it. It's just a sensual maybe- building. Maybe I should keep an eye out next time I'm there and just see yeah. if I can find any. You're just looking keep at an eye out, holes keep your dick out, and-, and you just you swear that you just saw that whole wink. <laughs> <laughs> Could it be? Should but I? That, that can't be true. There's nobody watching, and that that would mean you'd be fucking its eye, and that'd be weird. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking about putting your dick weird places, right? <laughs> Sure. Okay. You guys know Yvonne Strahovski, right? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> no. Huey reminded yes. me. Huey reminded me of something funny the other day uh, because she was asking me if I knew Yvonne, and I was like, "No, I do not yeah. know Yvonne Strahovski, but I have mm-hmm. met her at, on mm-hmm. a couple of occasions, but in no way would she remember me." Uh, right. But then it occurred to me that there was one night that I was making jokes with our mutual friend, Brian Moses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mentioned docking, right? Yeah. Uh, it always comes down to docking. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, and Yvonne didn't know what docking was, so I told her, right? Yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah uh, it occurred to me that Yvonne probably doesn't know my name, but if she does see me again, she might think, oh, there's that creepy little guy who mm. told me- Yeah. So, if I ever bump into her, I can just yeah. say, oh, no, 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 yeah, you, you know Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You could explain to her, in fact, that, uh, that you and I could, in fact, dock. <laughs> yeah. Because- And then wink. Yeah, I, I, was getting, uh, I, I, was, I was getting quite heated about the fact that Brian and I couldn't dock. Yeah. Right? Well, it's, it's a sad state of affairs, really. Yeah, I know. I cannot have foreskin between us. Matt, you're the only one. <laughs> Yeah, I am the Highlander. The only one who wasn't robbed of the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, have I taken this to a weird place, have I? No, no. No, <laughs> no. I'm let you continue. We, uh, we haven't talked about this. I don't, I don't think you guys talked about this last week. I don't know. I don't remember when it actually got released in relation to anything because it's been so long since I've been on the show. But did you see there's a, a trailer for some new Star Wars film? Uh, Star Wars. Is that a, that's a kids movie from the 70s, right? <laughs> that's right, yeah. Yeah, they made another. They remade it, I guess. Yeah, right. Ma- and, remade uh, it a few times, I think. Actually, I, th- I think this time it's going to be the last one. That's at least that's uh, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They wouldn't bother making. I've it watched anymore. it a few times now. Yeah, I've watched it a few times. Star now Wars. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars and the trailer. I think the trailer yeah. gets better. Yeah, I would agree. I the was more you watch pretty it. underwhelmed. Yeah. Uh, the first time, I've warmed to it somewhat since then. Uh, I'm hoping some of the cuts are just trailer cuts. Uh, fakes. Yeah, I would be very surprised if they're not, actually. Some of the editing in it, I was like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So It's also implying a lot of stuff that I think uh, the edit is implying that's not yes. really happening in the movie. Some conversations yeah, that, that may or may not be yeah. between certain people. Yeah, I agree, actually. I think there's a bit of that yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, so- the second I saw the trailer was also the day that tickets went on sale. 
Yes. So I've also purchased my midnight screening ticket, so I will get to see it before all of you. Yeah, because it comes out there probably a week before for some reason. Challenge accepted. Oh, Oh, crap. (laughs) I'm seeing it at 12.01 on, I think, the 14th of December. Okay. It's out, isn't it? Well, we'll see. Well, I don't buy movie tickets anymore, which- December 15th. I can update you on that as well in a little bit. So, Matt, were you- uh were you suitably unimpressed as we were? And have you have you warmed to it somewhat as we have? Yeah, actually, I actually watched it again uh, just before before this uh, mm. to see it again. I don't know. I'm not. Uh, I'm sure it's probably they're trying to keep stuff out of the trailer. Like they don't want to spoil it. Hopefully, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, and, I think uh, you're and right. so yeah. being selective about what they want to show. So hopefully, that's all it is. I just I don't know because either Ray. And Luke spend a long time on that fucking rock, or yeah. uh, or they're not just given anything away. Well, if you look at if they're sort of following along with how the first trilogy went, yeah, the then rock it is could Dagobah. possibly be that she is she's off on her Dagobah for most of the movie. They don't see each other. Maybe, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Luke didn't start on Dagobah. He went there like in Act Two. Well, they've got to change it a little bit. <laughs> Hey, it's not uh, exactly the same movie. So I've got a bit of an argument going with someone right now mm-hmm. uh, that I'm hoping you guys can weigh in on, right? Okay. Um, this person who, uh, fuck, I, 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 weirdly, fucking, it's it's not anyone you know. That's why I'm having trouble even saying who it is. Right? <laughs> Are you sure? Because it won't mean anything. Because yeah, exactly right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a colleague of Hue's, right? Who works okay. at Disney. Okay. Who uh, who mentioned to Huey recently that only people who can use and manipulate the Force can, in fact, wield a lightsaber. And I don't that believe used that to, to be, be the, the case. case. It used to be what I thought, but I don't think that's true anymore. Would you like my evidence to the contrary? Is Han Solo, Dagobah, on the Hoth planet. Correct. Finn. No. Finn in- it's Han taking Loot's lightsaber and cutting open a yeah. tauntaun. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think it? that's- Yeah, that's it. You're going to back, back me up? Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay. There was a, a a rumor at one point that you had to use the force to to keep it on, and if you didn't use the force, it would turn off. But then, yeah, like, otherwise- Well, I, that doesn't it. make any sense whatsoever. No, I know. But also, you could just press the button again. Yeah. You no, could I'm have you. an argument that, that there is no button. The only way to turn it on is to use the force to sort of- Connect a wire or something. Except that it's not. Maybe, maybe there are lightsabers that work that way, but clearly yeah. there are but yeah, ones like, that don't. Look, and actually, lightsabers aren't a special weapon. In fact, they're the opposite. And he explains that in the first film. I'll that, go you one further than that. Yeah. It's the same lightsaber. What's the same that lightsaber? Finn uses. Han and Finn use the same lightsaber. They maybe that's a special one that has a button. <laughs> There's one. There's one and in the And all universe. the others don't. <laughs> no, the whole point. The whole point is that they're not as good as a gun. You know, it's like a sword to a gun. Everyone's got blasters, yeah. but these guys are traditionalists. They still like using their fucking swords. Yep, because they're that good. So Neil, suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> so you're just going to play in this part of the episode, and I think why not? Listens. Neil, if you're listening. Suck my dick. If you're listening, <laughs> or if you want to weigh in on the discussion, can can a normal non-force 
sensitive person use a lightsaber. Hey, man, if Neil or- wants to come on the show and argue his case, <laughs> I am more sure. than happy to have him on. Podcast at multiplenerdgasm.com, mnerdgasm on Twitter, multiplenerdgasm on Facebook, multiplenerdgasm on Instagram. Get in touch with us. Let us know what you like or don't like about the show or just, you know, whatever. Just, uh, you know, send us a message. We love hearing from you. And if you want to support the show, it would be great if you could give us a rating on iTunes. That's very helpful. And uh, if you want to support us in a more direct manner, you can buy some some T-shirts from our merch store. Go to multiplenerdgasm.com slash merch. Uh, we have our shirts and we also have... Uh, a bunch of T Public shirts, uh, curated collection of stuff there. And if you if you buy anything from T Public after going through that link, multiplenergasm.com slash merch, they'll support the show because they'll know we sent you. Uh, I you purchased some shirts. Or you can head to patreon.com slash multiplenergasm and pledge as little as $1 an episode. And that is also very helpful. That literally supports mm. the podcast. We don't, and, uh, uh, we're and- fully independent at the moment. There, so. there is that bottom cap of $1, but i just like to make it perfectly clear there is no upward cap. That's true. <laughs> there is not. There is In no fact, upward cap. In fact, there are some magnificent tiers, reward mm-hmm. tiers, for uh, ridiculously high donations. So, I'm just, you know, just yeah. put that out there. And actually, we're going uh, to re- refactor the reward tiers on Patreon because we wanted to make sure that if you're a supporter, you always get something- you yes. know, kind of, you get a consistent reward. So we'll announce any supporter more about that soon. gets a hug from me. <laughs> that well, we can announce that now. That and, and something uh, else. And then, watch this space. Yeah, yeah. Keep keep your eyes on the uh, on the Patreon. For hey, that. We'll speaking talk about of right, speaking of reward tiers on Patreon, because l- long term listeners of this show will know uh, that there is a reward tier uh, where we will go to space. Right. Yes. yes. I'm just going to leave yes. that out there as a little tease. Right. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, Something's been in the news lately that I've only been catching little bits and pieces of and that maybe you guys have been following more closely than me. There is a rapper out there who is crowdfunding a trip Uh, up into Earth orbit to prove once and for all that the Earth is flat. And and it's gotten so big now (laughs) that astronauts on the ISS are now specifically taking pictures of the Earth's curve to send back to this guy to say, I'm up here, brah. It's fucking round. Yeah, but he's not going to trust them because he's, it's a conspiracy. They're, they're doctoring the photos. A conspiracy like, of reason with these people. And who has anything to gain from it? I, I, I don't know, but they- You can't reason you, with these people. You can't argue because uh, I- You can't reason someone out of a position of- they weren't reasoned into. It's <laughs> oh, <laughs> a good way. <laughs> I do follow a lot of flat Earth stuff, and you can't argue with them. You can't point out anything because it's just you're always wrong, and it's always mm-hmm. the government's out to guess you. NASA's just lying to you. Yeah, NASA's so, uh, created to lie to you. Right. Okay. I see. Seems like a big waste of time and money just to. <laughs> I fucking I don't know how it would affect. Well, look, one I'm way actually or the other. hoping that he does do it. And then it comes back and he goes, well, it's round. Sorry, guys. Hmm. See, that's my, that's the question with a lot of these conspiracy theories, right? No matter where, you know, they come up with all these, these theories and like little, little snippets of potential evidence and stuff like that. But whenever you go, why? Mm -hmm. There's no answer. Like, so why Why do you think that? Well, that's right. not, Not why do you think that, but what do you think the point of it is? Like if, a lot if of it's it is true, just to try and give misinformation out there so you can easily control 
the public because every single government official is all working (laughs) under some secret Illuminati thing. But let's just say that, let's say for a moment that that is correct, right? And there is a world government, right, run by seven people who control every country in the world and it's the Illuminati and they're reptilians, okay? Let's blow this wide open. Let's say all of that is true, right? (laughs) What do they have to gain- Right yeah. by having what do they a, want? <laughs> by having a, a false story out there that the world is in fact an orb, when only super intelligent people like rapper Bob <laughs> <laughs> actually know no, the truth. I can sort of explain this. Go on. What what they because what happens is when the, the secret reptilian people want to. <laughs> So sort of get people looking from to get people looking in a particular direction to go look at space and we can go to planets all this where they really should be looking over here about what they're building over there. It's all crap. <laughs> okay, all right. No, all right. you make a valid point. It's all misdirection. That, 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 Did you just talk yourself out of a conspiracy that, theory in, no. in one sentence? <laughs> it's because I know how stupid it is. Yeah, I know. But they, this is actually what they believe. Yeah, Matt, do you have a? Do you have a feeling that Luke is in on this? Maybe. Yeah. I am getting- I am really getting into it. As in, have you been- Flat Earth, I- I want to I hear how into it you're getting. I don't believe it, but I just- I like- There's a couple of people I just follow on Instagram, and I just love reading what they post and then reading the arguments they have in the comments. Instagram. Just, so that's a picture-only format, right? Are they having pictures of the Flat Earth? Well, See, I, having let me back up. Just- is the evidence for a flat Earth the fact that when you look around you, it looks flat? Is that, is that the evidence? Well, I'll stop you there. It doesn't. Because if you keep looking, just look at the horizon. Oh, wait, where did it go? It doesn't look <laughs> flat. Otherwise, you would still see it. It's a straight line, Matt. It's a fucking straight line. No. So, has anyone heard There's mountains of- there. Not in the fucking desert, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone heard of B.O.B.? I mean, I've no. never heard of this guy. Um, but he's, it's not Kickstarter, it's GoFundMe, right? Uh, and his campaign is called Show Me the Curve. And he says- <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I'm starting this GoFundMe because I would like to send one, if not multiple, satellites as far mm. into space as I can or into <laughs> orbit. Okay. <laughs> to wait, find wait the curve <laughs> And then he goes on to say I'm looking for the curve Is he Okay He wants to put <laughs> Let's unpack this Satellites yep. In orbit Around yes. something he thinks Correct. Is flat Yes <laughs> Okay I'm just going to leave that yeah. Okay but he's, I'm actually happy with what he's doing Because he's not like any of the others Who they go Well why don't you Send something and prove it Well we don't have to He's actually doing something that will prove to him once and for all if it is or it isn't. He's actually- Okay. Yeah. I doubt that. I think he's he's going to doubt his own evidence once, <laughs> once he sees it. Well, I uh, want to know, who's he going to get to send it up? Because if he uses uh, any of the other space organizations out there, they're already lying to you. Yeah, good point. But he doesn't trust Elon Musk. He doesn't trust Elon Musk, and there's evidence here that he doesn't trust Neil deGrasse Tyson. Degrassi Jr. Tyson, either. How can you not trust Neil deGrasse Tyson? I know. Um, He's so happy. Yeah. So, uh, so 
B.O.B. posted on Twitter, the cities in the background are approximately 16 miles apart. Where's the curve? Okay. And Neil deGrasse Tyson tweeted back, Earth's curve indeed blocks 150 feet of Manhattan, but most buildings in Midtown are taller than that. Okay. There you go. There you go. But that, that, that is a very big argument for flat earthers. They come back with what's the measurable curve of the Earth. And then what happens when you get the answer to that? I mean, I don't know what it is off the top of my head. Hold on. But then what happens when you give them the answer? They go, nah. <laughs> Pretty much. Fucking hell. I don't know. Google know what it is. Yeah. I bet. But the whole, that, because that can't, the measurable curve, well, yes, if it was perfectly round, that would be a thing, but it's not perfectly round. We have mountains and hills. and That's right. And then so, as the the moon orbits and other planetary bodies orbit, it affects the shape of the earth slightly. It's mm. more of a sphere, uh, more of a, a sphere, what am I talking about? More of a, yep. it's smushed. It's kind of mm. a smushed shape mm-hmm. sometimes. And the people in space, they're actually just, when they're in their spacewalk, they're, they're just in a up. pool. They're straight up. Uh, that smushed that smushed shape, uh, whatever we've decided to call it, uh, curves mm. at approximately eight inches per mile. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Much there like my dick. <laughs> Uh, so we've got some movie talk, and I want to give an update on two things, and then we can actually talk about the films themselves if you want. Sure. Um, my movie pass arrived, and I've been using it, and it's great. If you're in North America, I highly recommend you check it out. I got a little card, and I can I pay $10 a month, and I can go see movies. Uh, one so, Charles, do you know how much money I paid for my Star Wars tickets? 80 bucks. Wow. See, I might have trouble. The, the problem with it, well, not problem with it, because, I mean, who cares? It's not a big deal. But if I, I have to be at the cinema to do it, like I can't book in advance. So yeah. I, if I'm going to go and see Star Wars, I've got to drive to the cinema, be there, uh, log in, like check in on the app and then go up to the counter. So the odds of- You know what? Uh, I can understand that. It, oh, of course. if you were able to do it online and it cost you nothing, you would probably book something and go, nah, I can't be bothered. And then- it, yeah. Yep. Uh, I have an advantage on that front in that I live in- uh, Rhode Island, and it's <laughs> it's not a big deal to go to the cinema. Uh, it doesn't sell out that often. Yeah, it so, would be a real problem here. Exactly. Yeah, and I think in, in you know, like in in say, if I lived in like Manhattan or if I lived probably even in Boston, it might be more of an issue. But here, you know, it's not a big deal at the local cinema at the mall. So actually, I don't even think it'd be a problem in Manhattan. We went to the movies; it was empty. Yeah, that's true. Go. I mean, we were dumb enough to see it in four D. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to see that. No, I'll, I'll be honest. And of all movies to see it in, that was the one. It, it was fucking great. Yep. Except for the smell of vision That needs some <laughs> tweaking. Yeah, that needs a bit of work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Sean Gunn has a unique scent. Well, it's more like everything that smells, smells like this smell. <laughs> <It's Yep. laughs> right. It's just one smell. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, so Movie Pass, uh, highly recommend it. Uh, 10 bucks a month. Uh, and they've apparently removed the rule that says you can only see a movie once. I'm going to check that today when I go and see Blade Runner again. Yeah. Uh, if if I can't do it, then I'll just pay for it because uh, well, we'll talk about it in a minute. So there's that's one update. And the other update is that there is now, I think I talked about Disney Movies Anywhere. where Oh, yeah, Movies Anywhere. You, yeah. So it used to be Disney Movies Anywhere. So mm-hmm. if you bought a Disney film, uh, you could- you bought it on one platform, it would appear on all other platforms. Mm. And mm. 
um, it used to have quite a lot. It used to include Microsoft. Uh, so, they would pop up on my Xbox. Like, I have Rogue One. I have it on everything. And so, that was great. They signed up a bunch of other studios. And so, they rebranded. It's now just called Movies Anywhere. And it works with a large number of studios. Not everybody, but a large number of studios. So, if you buy something on iTunes or you buy it on Amazon, it- You just gets, own it. You just own it on all the platforms, except they don't support Microsoft anymore as of oh. the change. So oh, that sucks. So no watching- Yeah, I mean, it does. It's not a huge deal because I can just put Amazon movies on my Xbox and still watch them. Yeah. And the reason that I- that the word Chrome reminded me of that earlier, uh, I'm not sure if that actually made it onto the podcast, but <laughs> one of you said the word Chrome and it reminded me to put this in the spreadsheet is because I bought- uh, pardon me, Fury Road, Blood, uh, Blood and Chrome edition. Oh, you did. Have you watched so it yet? I have that. No, 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 not yet. Let us know. I'm Might very keen. So those are my movie service updates for this week. Okay. Well, uh, let's uh, let's get a little meta here, and let's uh, okay. Let's start talking about one of the movies you may have seen okay. using your movie pass. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Harrison Ford's second last movie, <laughs> where he brings back that character from Witness, and they burn yep. <laughs> down the barn with him inside it. <laughs> I may have seen, I've definitely seen one of Harrison Ford's best films this past week, in my opinion. Well, I've seen two, because I watched the first Blade Runner Actually, earlier this week. Same. And, uh, and then just last night, I went to see Blade Runner 2049. Now, I will give everyone, there's going to be no spoilers at the moment. Okay. Because Luke hasn't seen it yet. It's only been out for- No, no, I don't care about spoilers. It's only been out for a week. So, you don't need to tune out, listeners. This is the first week. No spoilers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are you going to see it, Luke? Yeah, I'm going to see it this week. Okay, good. You should, because it is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's- Oh, I just- uh, It was just school holidays here, so I never want to go to movies then. I, I, I adore this film. Like, I was so happy- with yeah, it. it's so good. So, like, aside from the fact that it's probably the most beautifully shot movie ever made, right? Mm. Uh, yeah. And aside from the fact that it uh, has a lot of cool stuff in it, and it's just a great yeah. movie uh, on its own right, in its own yeah. merit. Uh, Matt, did you uh, did you like the uh, the sequely stuff in it? Because I think they did a pretty pretty good job writing yep. some old stuff in new ways. I think this might be my favorite sequel ever yeah. because it's actually a sequel. It, yeah. I'm, like, I'm not going to talk about the plot, but it, it takes yeah. some stuff from the first film, doesn't fucking beat you over the head with it, doesn't- It's not like filled with nostalgia, like, oh, here's that thing you liked about yeah. the first one. No, it's it's in the same world as the, the first film and it carries on the story, but not in a painful and, and stupid way. Mm-hmm. It's- yep. It's just so good. Like it's like, like I said, maybe the best sequel I've, yeah, I've, it's I've dead ever seen. Dead good. And and if you like mm. the first one, I the one complaint I've heard from people that I'm like, uh, maybe mm. is that it's very slow because it is almost three hours long. <laughs> Mate, the but first I, one's I, slow the as well. The first one was slow. Yeah, if yeah. you like the first one, you'll like this. And honestly, like I would, I didn't want it to end. No, I was like, I, me neither. And it is slow, but that's the point because. I, I wanted to stay in the world. Yeah. Like, I, it, it, as soon as the credits came on, I was like, oh, yeah. like, I wanted more. 
Yeah. Yeah. You wanted that to be episode just, one of a series yeah, that we're now watching. This is the one, but I'm, I'm like, yep, make more, please. But then yeah. also make, but make them as good, please. Yeah, like, don't, <laughs> that's right. Don't shit on this now that, well, apparently this has not been a box office success, which uh, I guess shouldn't really surprise Look, anyone. Neither was Blade Runner when it came out. Too. Yeah. It had to gain cult following over decades. And then have the 15 re-releases with different edits. Yes, correct. But yeah. the director of this film, a guy whose name I cannot pronounce. I think it's Denny. Denny. And go for the yeah, last name as well. Uh, no. Nah. No. We're on a first name basis. Denny. Yeah. Uh, Denny has Denny. come out and said that uh, there will be no director's cut. There will be mm-hmm. no remake. There will be nothing. This is it. This is the fucking movie. It doesn't need it. It's it's no. honestly, it's just it's spot on. Like there's it does I, I feel like it, it's long, right? Like you said, it's nearly three hours long. But I don't think there's anything in there that was like filler. Like it's all Nah man. It, it's all good. It's all solid. And next week we'll get specific about the things we liked about it. We will give you yes. spoilers. Yeah, but at least go see it. Honestly, go see it. It's like I, I think it's the best film you'll see this year. Like it's really good. You're talking to Luke or the listeners? I'm talking to Luke and the listeners. Talking to literally everyone. I don't know if it'll be the best movie I'm going to see all year. There's three movies I'm going to see this year. If Jumanji is one of them. (laughs) Only three of them. He refuses to see any Jumanji as well. Four movies. (laughs) (laughs) What are the three? Jumanji, Mm -hmm. Blade Runner, Thor Ragnarok, Uh, and Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, look, you've just listed three great movies, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) And jury's out on Star Wars until we see it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure- Thor looks tight. And also, Guardians 2 came out this year as well, right? And that was a great film. But no, this I'm, I'm pretty confident Issue. saying as great as those films will be, this Blade Runner 2049, is not, they're not going to top it. Speaking no of, I, I love the fact, did you guys read, Guardians 2 only came out this year, right? And obviously, they're going to do a sequel. But it hasn't been written yet. It hasn't yeah. been cast yet. I mean, but they've already picked the, uh, the mixtape. They already know what <laughs> songs are going in it. Yeah. Well, I told you we saw at Hascon, James Gunn was there and he, he was talking about, he did like a little interview and stuff on the stage and then they had a Q&A thing and people got up and just were asking him like just point blank spoilers for three. Like, oh, is this going to happen in three? <laughs> and he was like, I'm not telling you. Why would I tell you? <laughs> yeah. And because uh, he's, he's got a, he, I think he's written a treatment for it, but there's no script and it's not final and stuff. But it, and he was like, either, either way. I'm not telling you. Stop it. Like three people, I think. Just direct- is is this character going to die in three? Like, shut up. Yeah, I'm gonna, no, no. I'm gonna spoil it for everyone by telling you now. Yeah, a weird thing to ask. People are strange when you're a stranger. Ding, a stranger ding, Things ding. comes out this week, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Oh shit! Is it that yeah. soon? Was it next week? Like it's soon. It's very soon. I know. Are that. they doing a week to week thing? I'm going to have to watch this week to week like I am with Riverdale. Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. They didn't do it last time. Did everyone watch Riverdale? No, I think it's just all Yeah, I watched one because it's the- actually- a ne- Netflix just throw everything out together. I think with Riverdale, it's mm. because it's done by someone else. Gotcha. Yeah, I watched the first episode of season two. Yeah, me too. Of Riverdale. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me mm-hmm. too. Get into it, listeners. Get into it. Show. Hey, speaking of remakes, or not re- not even remakes, uh, adaptations, mm. I guess. Uh, you guys see mm-hmm. they're doing a Settlers of a Catan movie? Yeah, that's weird. Um, I don't- how? Uh, I guess it's just well, about a bunch battleship. of farmers. 
They made Battleship. Oh, God. Like, that game's just about training. Yep. yep. It's going to be a <laughs> action-packed yep. summer blockbuster. What characters will have a lot of grain? What characters won't have as much? You know? Yep. Are the they thief, actually making the it? The going to show up? Or is it a- it's in development. Oh, God. That means they're, so- they're paying someone a lot of money to sit there and go, oh, fuck, what am I going to come up with? <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're like, of all of all the things to have to adapt, fucking Settlers of Catan. I mean, I mean, I reckon I could do it. If, if they paid me a bunch of money, I could come up with a story based around Settlers yeah, of Catan. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think people complain. I mean, I mean, board games are hard, sure. I mean, the- <laughs> Look- Kudos to the guy who wrote the screenplay for Battleship, right? <laughs> yeah, a game right. where you guess at what squares on a grid might have a ship on it, right? Yeah, and they came up with the storyline that there is a fucking war in the sea, and r- everyone's radar goes out, and they have to just <laughs> drop bombs randomly based on yep. latitude and longitude coordinates. Okay, you didn't do too badly. It should never no, have been good. made, but you didn't and do also- too badly. There's kind of a lot of- there's a lot less pressure on you when you're adapting Settlers of Catan than when you're adapting, a, like, a beloved property, like, say, yeah. like, you know, Harry Potter or something like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, true. if you screw it up, no the, one's going to care. But what I don't understand- Who's asking for board games to be made into movies? <laughs> no one's asking Can't for wait it, for Connect 4. <laughs> Operation. <laughs> Monopoly. That great film. That, I mean, yeah. look, there was a Clue movie and it was fucking great. I will say this, though, it, when when people come out and they say, oh, you know, we tried for years to uh, to develop a Halo movie and we just couldn't come up with a storyline. So, I was like, fucking give me, give me <laughs> yeah. 500 bucks and a half a week. I'll come up with something. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there's just nothing. Yeah. Nothing interesting <laughs> no. about this world. <laughs> but Battleship, yeah, we'll, we'll write that and get it out. Um, Settlers of Catan, just, the movie. Uh, I'm not going to see it. <laughs> I like the game too much. Yeah, they're going to ruin the legacy of the game. Yeah, you're not going to be able to play the game again because you'll just see uh, you'll see the actors' faces. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I saw one other film. Uh, we've talked about this film before, uh, not directly, but in in it, we talked about its advertising uh, in Newtown in Sydney, mm-hmm. uh, and I saw Mother by Darren Aronofsky. Right, oh. so you're just going to see any movie now. Oh yeah, I'll see. I'll see anything. Uh, right in. Let me know what you want me to see, and I'll go see it. Because why not? Podcast at multiplenerdgasm dot com. But yeah, I saw Darren Aronofsky's Mother. Uh, possibly the the worst reviewed film of the year. Uh, I think. Uh, although okay. yeah. that might be a bit of hyperbole. Uh, it's not done well, either critically or at the box office. I I enjoyed it, but I can see why. No, not a lot of other people did. This is not a horror film. Mm-hmm. If you're expecting like a, you know, like a, a horror film in the vein of, you know, like those, they kind of build it as, you know, like, uh, what's another one that's out at the moment? Um, Happy Death Day or whatever. You know, like one of those horror films for all the teenagers to go see. It's, <laughs> it, it's fucking not that at all. Right. So, it's- if a group of friends in their, you know, mid-teens went along to Mother, yep. what can they expect? The Story of the Bible mm-hmm. by Darren Aronofsky. Right. Where- uh, I'm going to talk spoilers. It's been out for a while now. And also, I, I can't spoil this movie for you. Like, <laughs> y- 
there's, there's nothing I can say that's going to spoil this. It's like it spoils the, itself. The, well, the plot doesn't work like that. It's it's like it's basically like like a dream. It, it happens like a dream. So you've got Javier Bardem plays God. Okay, right. Uh, and this is not explicit. Like they don't say that he's God, but he is. Sure. And uh, he plays a godlike uh, character. No, no, he's the Abrahamic God. Oh, okay, and, uh, sure. Right. Okay. Yeah, quite, quite literally. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence plays Mother Nature. I, be- I, I think. Oh, okay. She's, I see. Who, I see. Who does not feature in that in that mythology? But uh, <laughs> and then they live in a house in the middle of nowhere by themselves. Uh, and God wrote something pretty good, and people liked it a while ago. But oh, he, he wrote a book. He hasn't done any. Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't done any work lately. Uh, <laughs> but then uh, a guy shows up. He's like, and then the guy's what? Wife shows up, and then their two kids show up. The kids get into a fight. One kills the other one, oh. and uh, and then all this other stuff happens. And suddenly, God gets an idea for a new book. Oh my God! And, uh, Are you that's serious? What the movie is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the movie is. That's what Mother is. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, now it makes sense why the trailer doesn't give any of that away, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because if yeah. I was doing marketing on this movie and, and you were Darren Aronofsky and I was like, okay, what, what's what's the premise? And you had told me that, I'd be like, I can't, I can't sell this. <laughs> I can't fucking sell this to people. <laughs> I can't yeah. tell people that that's the plot and expect them to come and mm. see it. Fuck and it, and I'll tell them it's a horror movie. And then on, alongside that, the, the, the kind of the- Jennifer Lawrence, people keep showing up because everyone loves God's book. Everyone starts showing up at the house and yeah, fucking trashing the place. And she's like, get out of my house. And they're like, it's our house now. And it's like, basically, the, 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 the moral of the story is humans are fucked. Wow. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that was the and moral of his all last through. movie, uh, Noah, which was also mm. like a kind of a God movie. Well, more than kind of a God movie. So that's what Mother is, and, and uh, I didn't, I didn't dislike it. Uh, we went and saw it. Jenna and I went and saw it, and it was us. And then uh, there was another couple in there, a younger couple, and uh, and they got up and left. <laughs> oh wow! I've got, I've got to say, Matt, people were walking out of Blade Runner on mass. Really, I have never been in Good a riddance. single. <laughs> yeah, no, but I've never been in a single session of of a, of one movie. Where that many people walked out. Mm. Well, I this I we're watching the the movie. And I could hear this couple like whispering, and they're like, "What the fuck? What's going on? I I don't understand." And then <laughs> and then I just got up and left. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but really, Blade Runner? Okay, fine. I guys, not I have everyone. heard that people thought it was boring. Uh, fair enough. I disagree. I disagree too, but. I can also understand that if if you are if you aren't on board, th- mm. it's a long, slow drag to the end of something you already don't like. You know what I mean? True. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I I watched the um <laughs> back on Blade Runner again, but uh the the Red Letter Media uh, half in the bag for Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and Mike said that he watched uh Blade Runner. He hadn't seen it in a very very long time since he was young. He re- he rewatched Blade Runner, and he found it to be very generic, and that the only good thing about it was kind of the, you know, the, the cinematography. The look of it. Yeah, and then, but that's and only like, huh, because- that's really weird. That's only because it has been emulated so often yes. since then that something that was that's, once very, very uh, original is now yeah, a trope. Th- that's what I was going to say. The whole concept of- Because when I saw it for the very first time, Blade Runner, this concept of there are these these sort of robots. They're not really ro- the robots in the film. They're 
they're kind of um what do you call it? organic but uh these these things we made we made them uh and we put limitations on them except they're alive now and they don't want to die so yeah and like that whole concept just was like mind-blowing mind to me blown. as a kid and it, and it kind of kicked off this because i'm sure we've talked about it before i love that i love the 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 themes of that in the alien films i love the themes of that in you know like blade runner or uh Westworld, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, and that all comes from Blade Runner for me. That's yeah, where it started. That's right. And so, yeah, it's weird for to hear someone say that, but I get it, I guess, because- Yeah, I get it, not but you're new. incorrect. Yeah, because this was, <laughs> I mean, to, to my knowledge, this was not a common theme when this movie came out. And it was, it was definitely new for me when I saw it. And it's definitely not boring. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if Luke thinks it's boring. I'll, I'll be the true judge if I've, it's a good game. Part of me hopes Luke does find it boring. Movie. Yeah, just so that he just comes back and he's like, what the fuck, guys? What's wrong with you guys? There is a chance I do come back with that feeling. I'm gonna. Should I watch the first one? I think I should. I think that's yeah, I think you should. For might sure. have gone wrong. Yeah. Have you seen the first one? What? I'm just what kind of checking. What question is that? I'm just checking. Yeah, watch the first one first because it, it, it ties in directly. If you've not seen it in a while, yeah, I mean, yeah, even it might even be a I've good idea it. to just refresh your memory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, watch just the final cut. Yeah, final cut. The final cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if for no other reason than uh, Denny has said that this is the sequel to Final Cut. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why did they make so many cuts of that movie? I can explain why. Yeah. Studio interference it's made the cinematic cut, right? Mm -hmm. Then years later, somebody got their hands on a working print of it and started screening it at film festivals. Uh, and it was so popular that the studio, who actually realised they still technically own the rights to it, released it and called it the director's cut. But actually, mm -hmm. it had nothing to do with Ridley. That wasn't Ridley saying, this was my version. That just happened to be a cut that he did. Uh, yeah. And oh. then years later, he was like, well, fuck it. If you're going to watch a director's cut, I'll do a fucking director's cut. Yeah, And he did, and it's called Final it. Cut. Because the, the theatrical version has uh, voiceovers in it mm. by Harrison Ford, where he sounds really bored because he didn't want to do them, because the studio thought people wouldn't understand the film. Because yeah. it is a little- Which is valid. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very- Well, it throws you into this world and you're not, you don't know what's going on, but that's, that's part of it. Yeah, like, that's the charm of it. And, and Whereas you got Harrison Ford explaining everything yeah. to you. And here's the, the thing. If, if, you, if you watch Blade Runner, he does pause a lot. Where the voiceover goes. But if you watch it without that, i.e. you watch the director's cut or the final cut, it's not yeah. pausing for voiceover. It's him just being in the environment. Right. And you can- I feel like the voiceover- They just slap the voiceover in anywhere there was, like, silence. And then it's like you, you miss out on- Because you- I don't know. It, it, it takes away from the world. Like, you just, just live in the world. Like, yeah. that's the point. Correct. Just, yeah. Let it- Absorb you because that's again. I'm not going to talk spoilers, but one of the things I liked about 2049 was that they had that like those yeah. long, slow, sequel like shots. And because someone said there's a scene where Ryan Gosling's character is uh, exploring a place he hasn't been before, and it's quite a long sequence of shots of him exploring it. But it's not boring because it's like you could say that about almost any scene in this movie. Yeah. Ryan Gosling, like, very, very slowly exploring a place he's never been before. 
Yeah, but it's fascinating. Yeah, it's not it is. like I but I guess if you're not on board then it's boring. Yeah. But but fucking it I was mesmerized. Get on by board. It. Yeah. We haven't talked about any games and there's a there's a little game here that I don't know if we should talk about it, but it made me laugh. Oh, go on. Let's let's end with this. So there's an independent game mm-hmm. that uh, was being developed. Yeah. And uh by by a developer called Big O Tree games uh they've had to halt development though because mm. there've been some some claims of uh of i racism. just opened up the link and there's i been- think i could see where this game was going yeah it's been some there's been some claims of uh of potential racism right racism in a game called <laughs> yeah. dirty chinese restaurant <laughs> yeah it, so they there, uh- there'd be a very easy way to not make this racist right they don't have to yeah. stop developing the game they just have to yeah. take just the Chinese the element out of it. Just a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, in this game, you play as two, uh, I think they're twins, two, the, uh, two owners of a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, but I'll stop and, you there. Uh, Their names are Wang Fu and Wong Fu, which means that they're <laughs> actually just two completely unrelated people who have the same first name. Because <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, Fu is their first name and Wong and Wang are their surname. <laughs> All right, then. Well, you play as as Wong and Wang, and you have to hunt dogs and cats mm-hmm. in an alleyway. Yeah, in a to- filthy, garbage-ridden alleyway, and then yeah. you cook it into Chinese food. And these developers claim mm-hmm. that are, uh, I guess we didn't realize- after, This is their statement. After careful consideration and taking time to listen to the public's opinion- We've decided it's not in anyone's best interest to release Dirty Chinese Restaurant. <laughs> We'd like to make a sincere and formal apology to the Chinese community and wish to assure them this game was not created with an intentional interest of inflicting harm or malice against Chinese culture. Right. So, here's the thing. If that's the case, don't stop development. Just take the word fucking Chinese out of the fucking title. Well, no, I think it might have also been with some of the feedback they were getting was it's not it's also just the killing the cats and dogs as well. Yeah, of course. Well, I've killed it's- far worse things than cats and dogs in video games. So, I, I don't know why I buy that. But not to eat. I'm trying it's- to think of the worst thing I've ever eaten in a video game. Stumped it's me. basically like they just were like, what's a bunch of racist shit people think about Chinese people? Let's make a game Let's about that. Let's make a that. game about that. Has anyone made well- a game about that? Has anyone made a game about the Ching Chong Chinaman? Let's do that game. <laughs> That was their pitch. That was the pitch, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't think they ever pitched anybody on it. Because if they said it out loud, they probably would have went, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Someone was like, well, how funny maybe this is was it? was an accident. Fucking accident. Come on. I'm looking at this character right now. This is not an accident. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. So, yeah. This game uh, has been cancelled. Actually, a US congresswoman- um, mm. I guess gave it a gave it a scathing uh well, not review but uh <laughs> she didn't review it. <laughs> she didn't I, played review through, it. I played through <laughs> it and uh, like, here's my review. Fuck, she went, what the fuck is this shit? And then they went, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we don't need to make this game. Um, I need to ask a question. I'm a little bit confused about their their comment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when they before shutting it down, they did try to defend it. Yeah. And it was our game is mainly satire and comedy mm. influenced by classic political incorrect shows we grew up watching, such as South Park, All in the Family, Sanford Family Guy, and all that. It's fine. But then they also go <laughs> on to say, We also listen to Jay Z. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get that bit. Is Jay Z racist against Chinese people? I don't I don't understand that reference. Neither do I. Yeah, what 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 I like, I like Jay Z done? 
our game is in no way meant to be an accurate representation of Chinese culture. Oh, thanks for pointing <laughs> yeah, that out. That's I fine. I didn't then. notice. That's fine yeah. then if it's not accurate. Okay. Does Jay Z hate <laughs> the Chinese? <laughs> so fucking weird. And all like. I mean, <laughs> I don't know whether he does yet because I haven't read quite as far into this as I need to. But I, the top yep. hit is a Reddit post called I hate you, Jay-Z, and so do a whole bunch of Chinese. <laughs> All right. Okay. Maybe, maybe there's something to it. I can see, like, this is one of those things, like, when, when, like, South Park is a good example, right? South Park would maybe do this, but they would do it in a, like, they, South Park would make fun of the people making fun of Chinese people. And that's where they've missed here, you know? Mm. Yes, correct. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When it South would actually Park be a subtext. Yes. Well, do they already sort of do it with, like, the shitty walk and- That's what yeah, I mean. but they're, they're not making fun of Asians. They're making fun yeah. of the Asian stereotypes. Yes. That's what I mean. Like, they have done it and they, they do it well. Yeah, they, they, they come at it from a, from a different angle to what- Well, if these guys intended to do it that way, they have failed. Yeah, that's right. Uh, also, I've just read on uh, the reason that the Chinese people hate Jay-Z is because he has an album called 444. Uh, and uh, four, uh, the, the, the word for four in Chinese is the same as the word for death. So uh, oh. they think this one person, Niz Mofasa, <laughs> right. I'm not even going to pronounce this. This one person says that uh, he doesn't like it because uh, he thinks Jay-Z has an album called Death, Death, Death. And even if he did... Mm. That's fine. No, that, that's actually a Cannibal Corpse album. <laughs> death, death, death. Yeah. And I think it's got a, one of the, the title track on there is, is on the title track, but the, uh, the opening track is called Dirty Chinese Restaurant. Well, Jay-Z, you owe Cannibal Corpse some money. <laughs> that's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.